Welcome, it's How We Seize It with me, Noah, and my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. What's up? Is that better? <laughs> there we go. That is, that's better. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to do, we're going to do just kind of a short episode uh, for a uh, really cool uh, movie that a friend of ours recommended um, a little while ago called Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, we both uh, just finally watched it. Not uh, Steve just watched it. I watched it a little while ago. Um, we talked about movie. it on we talked about it on our yeah. trailer reviews. Uh, we did, we did about a month ago or two months ago. Yeah, um, good call. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're finally going to do a, a review of it. Um, we're also going to do kind of a we're going to do it a little bit different this time um, for people listening. We're going to try and do a spoiler free entry section where we kind of just cover a little bit of what you could get off of IMDb and you know just our initial like kind of what we'd do for initial before we saw it kind of thing. Uh, like if we were going live and then uh, then we'll give you guys a heads up and then we'll get into some spoilers and stuff like that. So if you haven't seen it, you can feel free to uh, listen to that point. Um, so, but other than that, what have you been up to, Steve? Um, I could say that I finished the uh, barbecue. <laughs> I was just going to say, what have you been up to besides the barbecue? <laughs> no, but I finished it. I finished it. It is actually complete. So nice. So I've been barbecuing on it. So that's, well, that's there you nice. go. That was I, I, burning I, meat. I, I put the last uh, molded, um, the concrete uh, shelf, the second, the second uh, countertop. So it's kind of got a little layer. Cool. And got the what kind of stuff have you been cooking on it? Anything I cool? Some, I made some burgers yesterday with uh, burgers. Yeah. Yep. I did some steaks a few days ago. Um, nice. That's yeah. You gonna get, you gonna get beef, fancy? So beef. Yeah, beef. <laughs> you gonna get fancy and do anything kind of cool on it? Like you know, just you know, I don't know, pork chops or a side of lamb or some I don't know, some crazy things. <laughs> you know, do a rack of ribs. I, I didn't know I don't pork know. chops were that crazy, but but uh, uh, well, I mean, it's just a charcoal grill, so it's it's not a smoker or anything. Oh too, yeah, but you watch but, that Grill Masters, and those guys do some amazing things on just a grill. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. It's 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 nice just to do it on charcoal because you get. Oh yeah, get I love the, the smell the, of the flavor, charcoal. The flavor built into the into the meat. It's not as good as a wood wood burning stove, but yeah. it is good. Yeah. I also fixed a uh, fence post that was, uh, I went out there and dug out the, it was, it was leaning the fence, our backyard fence was leaning <laughs> one of the posts and, and I had to dig it out and I thought I was going to find the wood was rotted, but it wasn't, it was, it was just, it was kind of soft. The, the concrete around it had busted and there was some oh. weight, weight on one side that was pushing it. So I had to dig away the weight and uh, then dig a hole and reset it. I've got it propped open. Now I got to throw some more concrete, but I got it, I got it realigned. So it's ready to go. Nice. I just got to re- uh, there you go. It's nice. It's nice. Well, this 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 quarantine sucks, but at least it's it's nice to get out in the backyard and do some of those projects and stuff that that probably yeah, would, no. would take me a lot longer otherwise. Okay, <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> no, no, I I agree with you. I don't get that because I still have my regular work you and then go, I get yeah. home. Yeah. And uh, although, yeah, not not completely because uh, so we uh, I got a call on uh, Thursday night. And from one of the managers saying that uh, someone, someone that I work with, a family member had tested positive for coronavirus 
and they were going to get that person tested and clean the whole building. So we had Friday off, which was a free Friday off, which was kind of cool. So that was kind of neat. But then it was the whole like, oh, well, fuck, what's going on? You know, kind of that. Right. Uh, what, was I, was it someone I worked with? Am I going to get this? In a way, I was kind of hoping I worked close enough to them that they're like, maybe you should stay home for two weeks. But I wasn't. So, no. um, <laughs> uh, but no, so the person actually did get tested um, and uh, that I work with and came out positive. Um, and then uh, they tested one other person that I guess worked closely with them during that last week and they're negative. So they're not going to test more. Or... Not right now. Okay. No. So we'll see. I mean, they did a super deep clean of both buildings and, you know, there was re- reiterating the full face mask wearing and, you know, washing everything. And so we'll see. Um, I'm actually not going to work tomorrow. Anyways, I got some other stuff. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I got a shit ton of stuff going on right now. I'm actually pushing, uh, uh, both the VA and my regular doctor to, uh, move up my knee surgery. Right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm actually pursuing that. Uh, I got two, two meetings tomorrow. I've got a zoom meeting with my regular doctor, uh, in the morning. And then I got a phone, uh, interview meeting with my VA doctor in the afternoon. So should do, know more at least by the end of tomorrow on, on so you're gonna push that up so so it could possibly happen before before i i want to get it done as soon as possible now just you just were you start. were waiting on that for until after july right it was the i was originally yeah and now that we've we've uh, made the decision that we're gonna um wait and uh, test next year um i'm gonna move it up and that way i have more time to recover rather than less mm-hmm um, so just, just to get it done and that, not only that, but the pain is just, just numbing. I, I mean, I can't even think about things, you know, the pain is so much right now. It's like, that's mostly what's going on is, is either pain management or, or just pushing through it and dealing with it. Cause it, it hurts all the time now. Well, speaking of pain management, are you ready to talk about what you're drinking? Yes, I am. And so <laughs> I haven't even had a drink of this yet. Because I wanted to do it live, because I've ne- I, I don't know it's it's an interesting beer, um, but it fits really well with our movie. So what I'm going to have is a Belching Beaver Brewery is the <laughs> is the brewery. It's a peanut butter milk stout. There you go. Right. Nice. So I picked this up on the way home today. I've heard about this beer before. Um, I don't even know where I heard about this, but it's supposedly like they talk about um, on their website. This is the the beer that made their their brewery. It's kind of put them on the map. Um, so I, I've had stouts before and, and I like stouts. They're not bad. Um, so I was just kind of, this one just kind of hit with the peanut butter, you know, Falcon. I was like peanut butter stout. I like that. Um, so I got it and I'll read you a little bit. It says from, from their website, from the Belching Beaver website, it says peanut butter milk stout is America's favorite peanut butter milk stout. Maybe the only peanut butter milk stout, which can make it America's favorite. It was a silky smooth beer that put us on the map. Troy came up with the idea of combining peanut butter with the uh, the Beaver's Milk Stout, and he nailed it. Um, it says, don't let the dark color fool you. This beer is delightful, uh, easy to drink, with a cascading aroma of roasted peanuts, dark chocolate, and coffee. Um, so they're not kidding. It is dark. It has a, a very, very dark um, I'm looking at it now. The uh, the foam on top has even like a almost a, a brownish, almost a peanut buttery color. 
And so I was reading a, a different review on another page and they were talking about it. It's like Reese's at uh, liquid Reese's beer. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, interesting. So I haven't even tasted. So here we go. First okay. taste. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Actually not that bad. It's, it's, it's not as, it's not what I was expecting. Like most stouts, when you look at dark beers like that, you kind of expect that Guinness, that creamy, that, creamy heaviness um almost like a death in taxes has that 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 kind of it's i don't want to call it a, a bitterness but it has that certain flavor that kind of comes across almost like a how they get that dark roast what temperature it you got it is it you got it cold it's cold it, it's cold okay yeah you know it it might it might change flavor wise by uh having it having it warm um i thought i re- i thought i read something on it, it said drink it cold though okay but yeah, it's actually not bad. Um, it's probably something I wouldn't get a lot of. Like I couldn't drink a bunch of these in a night. But uh, it would. I, I could see it being a good combination with a, a dinner type thing. It's kind of got that, like if, especially for people who like a uh, like an after dinner coffee. I could see this being that kind of like kind of drink. I was gonna, I was actually going to call you today and and have you come by and grab one so you'd have one too. But I got home and got busy with other shit. So. <laughs> All right, well, so that's what I'm drinking. So what are you drinking this time? This is everything that's left in my liquor cabinet. I, I Oh nice. <laughs> well, I mean I had a little bottle of wine for the from the uh this weekend. Uh we had Casey and Pedro over and uh made some calzones. We got a hold of some flour and some yeast, so we made up some calzones for Jimmy's birthday and I uh, bought some wine and we drank we we drank a bit of it. I had just a little bit left and and so I poured that in and it wasn't enough to make a drink. So I went into the liquor cabinet. I tried one. Oh, no. My wife was watching me. It was like, nope, nothing in there. I went to put the bottle back in the liquor cabinet. She says, why don't you just throw it away? I'm like, okay, threw it away. Went and grabbed another one. Empty. Threw it away. Finally got some uh, Grand Marnier. I poured it in here, and um, but not enough. And so I added some orange juice and turned it into a sangria. So that's that's what I got. Okay. But it's it's basically I, every everything that's it's, it's <laughs> kitchen sink. Yeah, this is it. I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's it's not bad considering what I had, but. Uh, but I don't have anything that's related to the movie. Well, I, no, it's all right. We ha- we haven't all. You've done a much better job of kind of like <laughs> finding the 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 you know combinations that fit for the movies. Where I've been like, well, this is the beer I have that's in my fridge that I really like. <laughs> well, that's kind of where I'm at tonight. Although this, we don't usually do these on a Monday night. I uh, usually no, it's yeah, Wednesdays. No. We started adding the sun adding the Sundays, but then I was I wasn't ready last night, so uh, yeah. So I think it's because I miss you. I don't get that that personal contact time. It doesn't feel the same. <laughs> I know this is nice. I, I we don't. What do we What do we have to look for? We've got we've got karate on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You just have it on Thursdays because yeah, I have my school still on Tuesday. Yeah, it's- there's not a lot going on. Um, I still have a um the guys from uh the Turtle Soup podcast. He does a uh, a live stream. Um, he was doing them every night at six. Um, and then he's now only doing on Fridays and Saturdays, but it's kind of cool. It's just, you know, uh, he gets on and starts rambling and then people are, you know, chiming in with the messages. The, that's remember last week I talked to you about doing the, I want to do a live stream from here, you know, with a, with a, uh, how he sees it. Um, Facebook had it where you could have multiple people on there and then all of a sudden it went away again. <laughs> so, okay. uh, I don't know when it comes back though, I've, I'm, I would, I definitely want to give it a shot cause I think it'd be a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we're doing Wednesday. We're all doing it from your place, right? I mean, we're going to kind of, yeah, yeah, distance. yeah. 
and uh, set up a bunch of mics and and record from there. We could always live stream that, but you'd have to figure out the technology. Um, well, it'd be kind of hard because that one is you'd have to have multiple cameras. You know, oh, this one you're talking video this stream. One, <laughs> yeah, this one actually works really well. It's okay. kind of like what we're doing right now. It just both screens would be up on on actually live on Facebook, and then people can chime in with the questions and and interact with us. It's kind of cool. Nice. Um, so yeah, I get, I have that going on on the weekends and that's kind of cool, but yeah, there's not a lot going on. I mean, it's, I guess they're, I just read yeah. today they're opening stuff up a little bit more. A little bit. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's not quite California phase two. It's like, it's like the beginning, beginnings of phase two testing it out, but they still haven't addressed some of the schools, which I think are tied to phase two. And we, you know, we, uh, where I work at the, at the JC, they basically went online all through fall. So we're gonna yeah, be, I heard that. That's going to be strange. It's not like they're shutting down classes. They're just shutting. They're keeping the campus shut down. But that might that might be a moving target. Who knows? They just canceled the. Just today, they announced they canceled the Dave Matthews Band uh, summer tour. So, so that's that's a bit of a. Well, they held that one out quite a while. <laughs> well, they yeah they canceled some dates. Bottle Rock is still on the calendar. They haven't canceled that. That's in, that got postponed to October, and they're they're uh, headlining that. So I still might get a get a fix of them this year. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I, um, and then with camp, yep. their, their Kempo camp is and the test yeah. canceled. So just although uh, Yosemite, we're st- I, uh, we still have um, sites available at the beginning of August, so that oh, might cool. still happen. Um, nice, because uh, I think there's there I, I think they're starting to open up some of the national parks. They haven't. I don't think right. somebody's on the list yet, but, but well, that's, that's what I that's heard still a few months away. So that's what I heard. This stuff opening close or recently now, or just today and stuff was, was a lot more parks and things like that and outdoor mm-hmm. things. And then it was even, um, some of the smaller shops, you know, with controls and stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, so you can do all, take out clothes. So if you want to buy some clothes, you can pick them up. Yeah. They were saying, yeah, they were saying, uh, you know, uh, curbside pickup, which to me, I was like, Okay, if you can have a Home Depot open, you should be able to have any small shop open and just have them control the number of people. Yeah, yeah, I, and and I think that's what they're trying to figure out how they can slowly ramp that up. It's just a, a hard. I mean, Home Depot. That's they, they consider they've always kind of kept that as essential services because of all the construction work going on. Um, but it, and it's also so some people saying it's not essential. I think, no, but I, it's I, yeah, not essential. There, there is not. You do not have to have a piece of wood to fucking keep living. Now, granted, people need it to to work on their houses because that's something they can do. I understand why they kept it open, yeah. but it's not essential. I, it's I get not what like you're saying, food. and I, and I'm thinking it might have been kind of the the you know you know you, you can't, if you take everything away, it's just going to drive people insane. And maybe right. that was their way of, of of creating a little bit of sanity. And they had an out by saying, okay, construction work. There's that you need to have it for essential stuff. Um, and we can't we can't necessarily just say you can you can go into Home Depot and you can't. Maybe it was just a way of. But do you know what I mean? This is why all I, these people are 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 protesting. And and I I don't agree with all the protests, but I understand some of their 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 meanings behind. It. It's like why can't you have a barber shop open that says, hey, okay, I got two barbers. We can have two people at a time. Mm-hmm. One in each chair. The chairs are six feet apart. Right. We clean everything after, anyways. So why can't that be allowed? But you can have Home Depot where people can stand right next to you and there's no control on it. I I absolutely understand the protesters. I think yeah. I think uh 
I think there's a lot of people that have done things that have, you know, with all the beaches and stuff in, in Southern That's California. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, and, that... and, and so they got penalized. Their beaches got shut down. And, and, and yeah. some, and I think you see a lot of that as some people are just saying, screw it, I'm going to do this anyway. And, and so they have to, uh, tighten the, tighten the rules a little bit more just because there's, there's that. But yeah, you, you think that, you think that people could figure out how to deal with this without just, blindly saying this sucks and I'm going to, I'm going to pull out my guns and storm the Capitol. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, well that, yeah, that that's, it was, I mean, there was a lot of bad stuff about it, but I understand what they were trying to say. And then there's a lot of people screwing it up. Like you said, going to the beaches and stuff like that, where, you know, we pretty much stayed home. I mean, every once in a while, someone will go to the store to get something that, you know, we need food wise. Or, you know, toilet paper kind of thing. Or some every once in a while we've had people go out and just do a drive, but they mm-hmm. stay in their car. We went to so, the, the park last, last week. They, they relaxed some of the rules at the parks. They don't, they don't have the parking lots open, but we just parked across the street at Howarth Park and just walked around the, the lake. That yeah. Was nice. um, well, I, saw, I, think, I saw that somewhere where they were opening places. They're like, well, you can't drive, but you, you, you can walk or ride your bike. And I was like, okay, well, right. I guess if you're close right. enough, that works. We drove, we drove. So we broke the rules <laughs> there, but, uh, well, no, you, you drove, you just stopped somewhere else. And then you walk from where you were at to it. They didn't say you, you can't stop somewhere else and walk there. <laughs> they just yeah. said you can't park there. Right. Yeah. So you circumvented, <laughs> worked around the same kind of stuff I would do. I totally get it. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else cool going on with you this week? Um, I roasted some coffee beans. Which you know, I say that it's, you got to do that on your barbecue now. Well, no, I mean, I got I've got this hive roaster from uh, actually it's uh, my daughter's boyfriend Pedro. His dad makes these uh, roasters for roasting coffee. It's just like something you could put on the on the oven. These things are great. You could put a, it's green coffee, so you put the coffee beans in the in there and you swish them around. You roast them for about uh, 10, 12 minutes, and you got your coffee beans all ready to go. Which has been nice. You know, I've got I I ordered a bag of. You know, I was getting some green beans from uh, some of the some some sources that I just had through through uh, Pedro and his dad, but uh, but now that a lot of those are shut down, I went to Amazon and got a, oh. got a bag, and it's nice. To, you know, you you're just trying to look for ways of of doing things at home that uh, you know you can't go to the, can't go to Starbucks or not that that's where I would always go, but but um, I like just dark black coffee. Um, well, and, so and that's the question. I don't. That. I don't, don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Okay. Is Starbucks is Starbucks open? And they might be, maybe for drive up. See, to service. me, coffee doesn't seem essential. <laughs> I know a lot of people uh, will argue with that, but you know what I mean. I don't think the one there's that one at the grocery store here. I don't think that's open. So I know the ones not. in the grocery stores are closed. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, in the the target by my house has one and it's been closed and i was in a safeway and that that one was closed i just was curious because you know we had that one by our our dojo that had the drive-thru and i was just curious as like now is coffee considered essential now i know a lot of people would be like fuck yeah it is but you know <laughs> for me it's like nah, i could live forever without coffee um, yeah but i have i have a morning cup and this is nice because i you know i ran out of coffee beans from well i guess i could have kept picking it up from the store but but uh who knows? It might go the way of of uh, flour and yeast and. Oh, Scott. Uh, speaking, of, I was trying to pick some up today. Alyssa wanted some wheat flour. Yeah. And there was nothing on the shelf, so I tried to go to the bakery, and nobody was in the bakery, so we didn't get yeah. any more of that. Yeah, flour is really tough to get. 
I'm looking into doing home brew now. That's that's my new thing. Okay. Uh, I haven't started yet, but that's I'm I'm looking into it. I'm looking what I need to get. I want to want to get that going. Great. Not that it, I mean not that it's hard to go get beer. I mean, they still have the curbside pickup and in stores, but I just think it'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? So Absolutely. I get, and, and I get it, to doing it stuff. It's exciting to taste something that you created from from start to finish. So Unless it do like a five gallon batch and it's total shit, then it's what? like ah. <laughs> but you know, we'll find out. I, I yeah. think it'll be fun. Uh, my daughter you can get kits. Uh, you can get pretty straight little simple kits. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna start with a kit first. Yeah. Uh, I just want to get a simple one and then start working my way. Um, and then I found out I have a friend who is a um, he's working to be a brewer at uh, Hen House. So I'm gonna start picking his brain a little bit and start seeing you know. I actually, I, I started contemplating that. I'm like, fuck, is this the time for a career change? Should I go into the beer <laughs> business? Like, yeah. go, just go try and work. It was, I started just like, that would be so cool. Like, you know, I started reading a lot of the stuff. I started listening to some other beer podcasts and stuff and listen to these brewers. And I'm like, God damn, that would be kind of fun. I, I have he, a, I have a coworker that bought a house out of state, but he, he's convincing everyone. No, I'm still working here. No problem. But now, <laughs> that, now but he's been traveling back and forth. And uh, he just was there for a week and, and, and he's saying, Hey, you know, that, you know, if we, I can still, maybe I could still work from there, you know, considering all of our job we're we, you know, we're working basically from home. And if this is going to be going on for another eight or nine months for us, you guys um, have some it stuff that you have to do in person, don't you? Like, you yes. Have to, like, oh yeah. I'll be, I'll, I mean, once they, and... once they, once they lift some of the shelter in place orders for, for once they elevate, you know, the stuff that I do on campus, there was a little bit of essential stuff at the beginning when we were deploying technology to people for, for, so that they can do remote, re- remote teaching and remote, uh, services. Once that was done now, I have all my, I'm, I'm still working eight to five, yeah. but, uh, but it's from, you know, from this chair right from, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I get it. And that's, that was his point now, now that it, it's kind of been proven a lot of his stuff is much more administrative stuff. I'm, I do more of the infrastructure hands-on. He does a lot more of the, of the, uh, uh, administrative stuff behind a keyboard. So, um, it might, it might call out that he could do something. He could telecommute more regularly. Um, yeah, I, well, that's like when I got left told to stay home Friday. They were like, um, "So uh, if you can work from home," and I'm like, mm, "No, no, I can't. <laughs> no, so wish I could, but I can't." So yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into this movie. So that's right. So you um, say we're gonna start with a, a spoiler free. Yeah, I think we do, we just try and give people just a, a quick reference to what it you know what they could pull up from like. IMDb and you know Rotten Tomatoes and things like that or just just what we thought about it going in or what we heard about it. I mean, I I got it as a recommendation. I think you got it at this kind of the same time as a recommendation from a friend like you got to watch this. I had seen so. the trailer la- last year, 2019 is when it came out. Okay. Um, and was and if if you want a really good if if you watch the trailer and want to see it because of the trailer, do it because it, it basically is a, the trailer is a really good representation of the strengths of this movie. True. I think so. Not always I think trailers don't always play out that way, but I thought this one was, yeah, they, was right on. They do. They do one of two things. They either show you everything that's good and then you get it. And then you kind of like, Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. I just had that with a movie last week. I was like, Oh, I was really excited to see the trick after the trailer and then watch the movie. And I was like, Hmm. 
yeah i was more excited after the trailer than i saw this this is not the case this is this is actually one of those ones like uh the trailer gives you enough to get you into it and then there's so much more in in it that it makes it such a gem that it's it's just really great yeah it's consistent it's consistently solid with its uh the way the re- it's a movie about relationships um true um, yeah I, I thought the casting was really good too. Um, you know, Sh- Shia LaBeouf is certainly a standout, but uh, I, I guess the movie came from uh, the the writer directors. It's two two people. Um, they met. Uh, yes. Zach uh, Gotsigan. Gotsigan, I think is his name. Yes. Um, he's the one with uh, Down syndrome. They met him in yep. 2011, and basically wrote the story. Yeah, he was at a he was at a uh, an acting camp for disabled and non-disabled people. They met him and he told him that he really wants to be an actor. So they wrote this movie essentially for him. Yeah. Um, Which I I mean, there alone, right, right there starts the kind of like heartstrings in it when you kind Mm -hmm. of think about it. And it it holds the whole way through. Um, The other the interesting thing, too, is uh, God, why do I blow his name? Shiloh, Shiloh LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia. I don't know why I always screw it up, but uh, Shia, he uh, he wasn't even the original uh, person that they had uh, uh, asked to do that. It was it was another guy, and I'm I'm missing his name. I had had it earlier, and uh, I think it actually worked out well that he got it because he killed it. Oh yeah, he, he did. did such a good job. Yeah. Um, and so and for me, you know seen him in the shows that he was in when he grew up you know he was in the the it was like a disney even disney stevens movie. yes exactly he was in that and then uh i never saw that but i have it written down here <laughs> and then the and then the transformers and then yeah. he kind of had his little psychotic blow up i don't know he went full meltdown yeah 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 quite yeah. the meltdown yeah. it dealt with and, uh childhood stardom and and the and which we talked about that yeah <laughs> yeah on the amazon one uh, his his movie honey boy which right. i haven't watched yet but i definitely want to watch that yeah he did a movie a couple years ago uh borg versus mcenroe where he pay, played uh mcenroe I, which which i was i was fascinated with because of uh you know i was alive during that <laughs> you during saw that the mcenroe stuff yeah, right i saw that stuff when i was a teenager and uh back you know and i i think my uh, my mom and dad were into tennis. And so, so I was, you know, watching, watching with them. So, so that was neat. And uh, he, that was a really good performance from him too. So. Yeah. I can see him doing that. He can, he can fly off the handle and that was, that was Mac. <laughs> right. So absolutely. Yeah. I could, I could see him doing that really well. Um, yeah. So the, the, uh, he did a really good job. And then the, the female in it, Dakota Johnson, she mm-hmm. did a great job too. She um, did. Yeah. So she's got, um, John, who is it? Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's daughter. So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's got her most, most claim to fame is uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. But you know, I was watching. Oh, that's uh, right. A few days ago, I I brought up a movie on, I think it was Netflix or something. Just one that I, I'm a big, um, well, Social Network. I don't know if you've seen Social Network. No, with, I haven't seen um, that yet. It's all it's it's the movie about Facebook. It's it's directed by right. David Fincher, and it's it's a solid movie, really good uh, biopic, uh, kind of about Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but um, she has a real like a bit role, and I looked it up, and I guess it's it's uh, 
it might be her first role uh, as a as an adult. I think it looked like she had maybe a childhood role in something, but but uh, where she's uh, kind of a one night stand uh, to okay. uh, what's his name uh, the uh, Backstreet Boys or no wait is it Backstreet? Who's oh, the, uh, uh, you're talking. Uh, I know who you're talking. No, um, I don't think it's Backstreet Boys. Who's no, the, it was like 98 degrees. Timberlake. Or, uh, Timberlake. Justin yeah, Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> who, who, what's he in? Which one is he? He's the one that brought sexy back. I know, I know, but what boy band was he in? Oh, that's I don't know. In sync, maybe. In sync. That I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, that's, that's a stretch for my boy band knowledge. There. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, Justin Timberlake was in Social Network. Did I had a really good role in that? But uh, um, Justin Timberlake's a great actor. But anyway, him. that's that's where I saw J- uh, Dakota yeah. Johnson, and I was like, oh wait, I know her. Um, and uh, she was really good in this. She she. It, her role was more like a like a social worker. Is that what she was? Kind yes. of a social worker to uh, try to to figure yeah, out since, how where where Zach um, would would live. Yeah, because... essentially, she's a social worker. I think. Well, I think it was more a little bit more than just social worker, where she was actually kind of more on like you would think of uh, on the medical side, where they would kind of. Um, also work with them on their their issues and things yeah. like that. I, it, it was kind of hard. They 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 didn't do they didn't dive deep into that. But what they did, you know, so it starts off as is Zach is a uh, is an adult um, with Down syndrome and and kind of they got him in like almost an old folks home. Yeah, they really have nowhere else to put him, and he has no family essentially. And so and he wants out of there. And so he basically is trying to break out, you know, uh, and get and and he does get out. And then the um, hey, wait, he no spoilers. Up, no, no. This this is what you can get from the just the IMDb. Okay. All right. All right. End of the trailer. They talk, That's true. Yeah. They talk about he gets out and then you have uh, Shia LaBeouf's character, which oh, I can't remember his name. Tyler. Offhand. Tyler. Yeah. He uh he he's a criminal on the run is what they they say and uh these two meet up and they kind of go on a, a a Tom Sawyer-esque journey yeah uh to get uh to get him to a wrestling camp yeah and so it's almost like Tyler's Huck Finn and Zach is Tom Sawyer yeah. and Eleanor is uh, who's the Tom and was it Jane oh god I, Jane no that's not right they're all uh, <laughs> that yeah. was Tarzan <laughs> yeah you're okay they're all named Jane um <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's just this really cool adventure. Um, and it has that feel to it, you know, that um that bonding, you know, you get that that really close male bonding between the the, the guys. Yeah. Um, and then you know, she shows up and then you get the kind of semi love interest bonding between them, between uh Tyler and, and uh Dakota Johnson uh Johnson's character. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Eleanor. Yeah. And so, and then you have the, the, the sisterly caretaker bond between her and, and Zach. And so you, you get all three of those and, and how they interact with each other and how they all play out and stuff like that. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah. And even some um, of the side characters offered some interesting insights into, exactly, into, into yeah. these characters. Um, let's let's kind of wrap up our our non-spoiler. I'm I'm ready to get into some spoilers. So so it sounds like this was a this was definitely something you recommend. Oh yeah. So yeah. If if this is if if this is something that you like, 
it's not a it's not gonna make you te- well, it might make you tear up but it's not like a heart jerker oh my god i'm gonna cry but it's very good feel good like you, you're gonna leave it going okay i enjoyed that i i didn't miss any time um is it something that you have to see in your lifetime no it's not like you know if you miss this movie you, you you know you've missed out on you know one of the hundred greatest movies but it's a very good movie if you're gonna sit and and spend two hours watching something this you you can't go wrong doing it yeah yeah i think you it know, really succeeds in some of the dialogue between zach and tyler and just just how real it feels, how, how it resonates. And it, it's, it is, it's a heart string. It pulls on your heartstrings. It just, it, and it, but it doesn't feel like they're, they're cheating. It's not like they're Hallmark special, you know, giving, no, no, giving definitely not a Hallmark. It, it, uh, and it deals with, it's not it, done around Christmas. It deals That's with real things. You know, there's, there's trauma and disability discrimination and, uh, you know, they're having to yeah, they hit with, a, with they hit a lot of real life stuff too. Uh-huh. And yeah. And that's, what's cool about it. They do, they do a lot of really good stuff with it, but they do have a lot of fun with it too. It's, yeah. And they don't necessarily play it off. Like, like here's a kid and he's not, he doesn't have down syndrome. I mean, they, they do address it. They're not afraid to, to kind of put it out there and, and just, you know, bounce things off of it. They they don't, uh, they don't. Yeah. Well, like I said, it was written for him. So they really wrote it around the fact that he did have down syndrome, Uh but it's, but it's not one of those, it's not one of those like, okay, they're pandering to everything down syndrome either. They wrote it in in the aspect of like, okay, we're going to put this kid in it. This is what he has. Now let's make a character for him and let's, let's work it off of that, that which right. I thought they did a great job. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. Sound like you recommend it. Yep. Um, yeah. And if you want, want something to drink, you can drink some of uh, Noah's. Right, yeah. Butter, so right. <laughs> yeah. Or the you can get a big beaver. bottle of moonshine. Cause at some point they grab some whiskey True. from under the, under the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the a moonshine in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, uh, so yeah, if you if you wanna if you wanna stay spoiler free, um, you can go ahead and cut us off here, and uh, go watch the movie, and then come back and pick it up, and then hear us talk about the the details, yeah, and uh, see if, see if you agree. Um, and then once again, always you know uh, make sure you get a hold of us and let us know what you what you think. Um, rate root rate, what is it? Rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, <laughs> right we didn't we didn't get that well i, I want to get it in before they leave in case they don't come back for okay it. gotcha um so yeah other than that um I, I guess if uh what we'll do is we'll give you a, a quick short goodbye to those that are gonna tune out or actually let's not call it a goodbye because i think you're gonna tune out to go watch this go watch it come back I, i've got some stuff to talk about that i i think I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. So so this isn't a goodbye. This is like, okay, we'll see you in a little bit. Pause us, go watch the movie. All right. And then and then and then come back. Okay. All right, we'll give you we'll give you a half second to get out of here. Okay. Uh all right. So as we all know, now spoiler, he gets taken yep, out. Spoilers alert. Tire iron at the end and uh <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so so nice. this was uh, this was the highest grossing independent film of 2019. It only it made 20, 20 million at the box office off of a budget of six million. But but it, I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm real. I mean, it's one of those movies that you really want to succeed and want people to recognize because because they say some smart stuff and they don't get away with it. You know, off of you know cheap pleasantries it's it's yeah it's 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 good well they did a really good job for a low budget film to not look low budget that's true 
Yeah, where was <clears throat> this? Was all shot on East Coast? Uh, what North down? Carolina is where North, I heard. Okay, that, North Carolina. Uh, they caught, shot, keep yeah. talking about going to Florida. So if what if what they're referring to is if they shot on location where they said, yeah, they, they I think said, well, I think it was like they they were in the area that could be part of it, and their their idea was to move down. I was going to say the only thing that really looked you know almost kind of cheesy or low budget was kind of when they get to the wrestling camp. Um, that itself. Almost was meant to be low budget, though. I don't know. Yeah, to me, the ending was kind of the the, the weakest. It, it didn't resonate like the rest of the movie. It didn't. It wasn't huge letdown, but it almost seemed like they were checking off some boxes at the end. And I don't. It, it almost <laughs> seemed a little fantastical at the end, the way he threw. Oh, it the did. Guy. And I that's don't know only... if that worked for me so well. It seemed nah, a little that's out. the only part I have. Like I was like, that was a little. Let... But that was. That's where like everything else you go like okay I could see this as happening and then you get that and you're like uh, okay this is some crack dream from some kid in a yeah know. it almost seemed that way and I and I don't think that was quite what I was hoping for I think I was hoping for right. it to kind of keep keep on a more realistic tone and 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 even in the end when he wakes up in the back of the car it's like okay that was almost like a multiple choice it's like you can either you can go many different directions and they just kind of wanted this simple feel good ending just okay they're riding right yeah the sunset. but it, it it still didn't distract from the strengths of the movie and you know one so i i mentioned the cast being so strong and i i noticed i'm sure you noticed this that that, that they cast um uh what's his name um oh, i got it written down john uh bernthal the the actor from the Punisher, uh, mm-hmm. Walking Dead, yeah. as his brother, and right off the bat, I mean, he's only oh, in it right, for right, yeah. he's only in it for like two or three flashback fifteen second scenes, right? But, yeah, but he, as an actor, I think has a certain charisma that right away it almost felt like Shia LaBeouf's character. You could see that he was drawing a lot of his performance energy from the charisma that, that uh, John uh, Bernthal brings to a lot of the roles he does. I really thought that was tapping into some of that energy effectively. Um, they, I thought that was a really good casting choice. They, at least the way that they portrayed that Shia LaBeouf yeah, portrayed it, the character. I really it did a really that. good job. Well, he, he sold the character from get go, right? You know, he, he was definitely a Who's he? different. You talk, talking about Shia LaBeouf? Shia- yeah. Yes. He, you know, his biggest role in my mind, well, the two biggest roles was the Even Stevens, right? Knowing him as that skinny little geeky kid, right? And then he kind of did going, that holes too, that Disney movie holes. Um, yeah, he was a he was a little bit older in that, yeah. but yeah, he still kind of had that. But then and then he went into Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of was that grown up kid, fast in talking. Yeah. 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 So. When you get into this, you're like he switches it up. I mean, for one, his body's changed; like he's a little thicker. He just, but then he also has that 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 down home. Like he he does the accent. Like you know, he doesn't sound like a highfalutin, you know, squeaky kid. You know, no, he's more of a you know, he's got that rural lifestyle. You know, yeah, he's a fisherman and just Fish, trying yeah. trying to figure out how to survive. Uh, obviously, yeah, he's so, dealing with 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 the death of his brother too. That obviously has resonated and made things a lot more more of a struggle for but him. But he was so believable in it that to me it was it sold. Like I mean, he he literally was my favorite character in that. Now, and this is going to sound shitty, and this is where the asshole side comes at me. 
I did not think the kid Zach actually did a good job acting. And I know you're like, well, he's got downtrend over. He's not going to, but it, it just, uh, it bugged me a little bit. There was times it bugged me. And I, I mean, I know there's been down syndrome actors before and, and um, sometimes they do great. Sometimes they don't, but there was just some things that were really like, this is going to sound really shitty, but he's not a good actor. <laughs> right. Even being having down syndrome right to that. No, I thought, I thought he was and, really good, but, and well, cause okay. So I'm going to compare him to, there's a, there's a, a show called stump town that has another down syndrome, um, character who's in almost every episode and the acting between compared to those two is night and day. And that's, and that's kind of what I base it on. And, and, and I'm not trying to say that it's, he's bad because he's got down syndrome and he's just, it just, he's just a kid with down syndrome and he's a, he's a mediocre actor. Not saying I could do any better. Right. I'm not, and I'm not even <laughs> trying to say, no, I, I mean, that's just a thing, but I mean, I could tell, it was written for him, so he was going to be in it. It like there was just parts of it that I I was like, oh, so struggle. But it is what it is. Not that it took away from the show, but it, it was one of those things. Is like I would never go. Oh my god, that's the best act, you know. So that well, that's you got to hand it to to Shia LaBeouf. Well, if you didn't care for for Zach's performance, what I thought, I thought. I put I thought a lot of that was on Shia LaBeouf's shoulder to kind of make that relationship resonate more, and I thought he really carried it well. Um, and so I, I don't I don't think his his performance wasn't good. I just thought there was certain things that it seemed very scripted and written, you know, and it was like it some of it seemed forced with him. Okay. And so that's that to me is not on Shia LaBeouf. That's more on um, the directors dealing with what they had like they had to take with what they got now not all of it some of it was some of it was great but some of it was kind of like okay that, that you know i don't know i but i've never been around a down syndrome person long enough to it to have that interaction that maybe that's exactly how they are all the time and that was fucking dead on i don't know it we just could probably forced. you could probably compare you know down syndrome is is typically they what do they say that de depending on, on how severe it is, they have the intelligence of a certain age, you know, it's a, but it's usually kind of a, a certain child. And, and so maybe from an acting perspective, you could compare it to try to try as a director, trying to, to bring a performance yeah. out of a younger child. And sometimes those come across as much more authentic. And sometimes those can come across as something, something that's, that's forced, that, you know, that's a, very dialogue that's a driven and doesn't, doesn't come across as authentic. That's a good one because I think that it did remind me of kind of mediocre child actors. Okay. Where you're like, oh, it was a good, it was okay. But there were some things in it. You're like, yeah, I could tell you're reading a script. Right. Yeah. I know that was scripted. And, you know, where sometimes when, when acting so good, you, you're like, was that all off the cuff? Was that, was that, you know, did they, was that a, even really a script? That's the kind of thing I was seeing. So. Well, I think that, sometimes that, when you're dealing with, with, younger children um, scripts can often get in the way of performances and really the best way of, of getting a good performance out of a child is to create a scene and let, and let the surrounding actors just kind of draw the performance naturally. And then you kind of hide the right. cameras and, and make it feel like they're they, basically you are capturing real, real life. And I, this seemed much more like they had a script to go on. Yeah. Well, there was some side, there was some 
scenes that weren't like like the the night when they were at the bonfire and and kind of drinking and stuff. Yeah, that seemed more legitimate, like like less scripted. So maybe there and you know what I mean. So that's yeah. where some of it. So I, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, I think they still did a good job. And then you know when you when Dakota Johnson pulls in when Eleanor meets up with them, I love I love how the first you know first meeting in the store. That was kind of, you know, he's talking to her, trying to give her the line. And she's kind of like, she's kind of picking it up, kind of putting it down. Kind of yeah. like, mm, I don't know. Kind of backwoods Joe here. I don't know what's going on. And I love the storekeeper. He kind of cracked me up. Yeah. Yeah. It just was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that was a cool thing. And it was, it didn't, it was, it was very good. I, there was a lot of it that I really enjoyed. Um, My wife laughed quite a bit when, uh, when he punches the kid when when uh, the kid's trying to coax Zach into jumping off the right yeah into the water and he can't swim and uh so Tyler you know finds him as he's about to jump off and he's running yeah. after him and and, <laughs> and and finally I guess Zach just goes for it and uh Tyler gets the top and basically says he can't swim and punch decks the kid yeah. you know and then then dives in after him um that's it's it's nice sometimes to see a movie that are refreshing to see a movie where the, where they're not afraid to punch a kid. That right. <laughs> exactly. I love that. No, you're a hundred percent right on that. And that's, and that's true. That, that was what kind of, you know, it wasn't uh hoity toity high, high brow, you know, city kid kind of thing. It was, that's, that's back. That's what the back kids would do. You it know, touched on a little bit, you know, at one point, the, you know, when Tyler was talking about, you know, the bad guys and good guys and, and Zach was, are you a good guy or a bad guy? And he's still trying oh, to figure yeah. it out. But he says the, you know, the Duncan and I don't know, whatever the other guy is. That Rat that boy. Rat boy, yeah, that are after him. He says, they're the bad guys. But then when, when they finally confront Tyler and, you know, they, they're about to shoot off one of his hands or, you know, which one do you, do you want it? I thought it was interesting that, that it wasn't, they weren't necessarily trying to, turn these guys into pure evil because the one guy says, you know, you're not the only one that's hard up around here. Right. You get a sense that, you know, they're in a, or at least Duncan, who seemed a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit brighter, um, <laughs> is having to, he has to respond, you know, you know, Tyler destroyed his whole season of, of, uh, of livelihood, you know, his season's shot. And, and if, if Duncan doesn't respond then he's going to be seen as as the weak one. He's got to do something, and that's what kind of what he feels. Well, at least it kind of it, it wasn't just this, these evil guys chasing after. It brought a little bit more humanity to it. Yeah, understanding no, he, they had a I, reason which, to go after him. Yeah, which I thought I thought it resonated much more there than in the end when he just comes at it and takes him out with a crowbar. I thought that was a little. But that well, that's that's what I mean. Is is yeah. it that it goes a little far? Like realistically, you know. Okay, so he burnt your stuff, right? You probably got insurance. You're probably not going to lose, you know, you're going to get your stuff. Really, the kid left already. He's not, <clears throat> you don't have to fucking brain him. You don't have to shoot his hand off. Go, give him a beat down, right? You know, okay, that's fine. You know, that that's all you need to really do. They they took it a little far for maybe, what it was. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought, but I that, thought at the end it was it was too far when he caught, they caught up with him in the, uh, at the wrestling ring, but. I mean, yeah, but I don't but know. I mean, Again, well, we're dealing with kind of the back backwoods living, you know, and maybe it's a little bit. Maybe they don't have insurance. Maybe they got. It's all about your reputation and and the struggle and and and. Well, know, see, that's someone... where that's where it was two different things. Okay, so 
if he was a drug dealer and he burnt all his drugs, I'd be like, yeah, you got to brain him. You got to shoot him for for to keep your rep. You're a fucking fisherman. You don't have to go beat someone to fucking prove that you're a fucking badass fisherman. You know what I mean? It's I, it's not like he had he he had the legitimate rights to the to the pots area, right? So he had the license. So he was doing it all on the up and up. He didn't have to go. So that's why I'm saying is basically he's an asshole is what it comes down to. That, that's what what it looked like to me. And then they just took him to the the far point of an ass. Because here's the thing: if he would have actually shot him, right, and the hand took his hand. And he would have went back and then the guy would have lost everything anyways, even more. You know, realistically, he should lose everything for attacking him with a crowbar, you know, because that's assault. The guy's going to go to jail. You know, he's going to lose all his license. So it's one of those things is how realistic is it? I don't know. I don't live in the fucking bayou or, you know, right, I don't right. live in the, the fishing yeah. towns in, in, in the south. So that's where I thought it was. It, it, it was a little much in that side, but I understood what they were, you know, they had to have, they had to have some kind of reason for him to leave. Now they could, I mean, they could have done it a little differently, but I, I, I thought it wasn't so bad. I like the old black guy that almost shot him. He grabbed me. <laughs> up too. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of the, of the music? Um, so it used a lot of songs, kind of bluegrass folk songs throughout. Um, and I read a little bit about it. First off, it's kind of, first off, well, it reminded me of uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Remember that? A little bit, Coen, yeah, yeah. Coen Brothers, except it was a little bit more contemporary. It wasn't quite as old-time, old-school songs. Um, so I don't but, I don't remember anything that jumped out at me. No, I didn't, I mean, I didn't recognize probably... any of the songs. It was more just a style. But apparently, I guess when they were writing the movie, they were these were some of the songs they listened to to help to help inspire some of the some of the script and the southernness yeah and they actually played a lot of these songs on uh like a boom box before the scenes played out so that the so that they kind of had that energy going into the scenes um thought that was interesting just a style of directing that that drove that because the music did stand out it wasn't it was it was more song driven previously written songs i don't know if it had a probably had a had a theme, but uh, they used uh, songs more often. But uh, they yeah, it seemed I, to relate I think, well. Yeah, I think, like I said, none of them. I I don't remember. I watched I watched it at least three or four weeks ago, so um, I don't remember any of them jumping out at me. But I don't remember any of it being like, oh, I don't I don't understand. You know, they didn't. They flowed really well with it. So yeah, I'll give it that. Uh, one of the cool things I you know when they did when they had the scene where they were jumping off the like the little uh, two two story rig yeah into the water the rope so yeah so that was actually the the actors they didn't do any stunt doubles that was actually them just kind of goofing around and having fun and stuff um so that was kind of a cool thing just you know reading that uh and thinking about it i was like you know what these guys probably had a lot of this this probably was them out on a fucking river playing around you know having some fun and doing some things like that they're probably actually out on a river floating yeah you know down the down the river and all that stuff so that was kind of cool good i thought that i thought that was really neat which you know you could tell they really had that uh um realistic feeling to it w with that too yeah so yeah then <laughs> then they get into the you know i think it's almost it was almost like two movies essentially two parts right you get the first part which is them bonding and then you finally get to the last part where they kind of they, they're supposed to you know the the uh the final the payoff and they get to the wrestling camp and it's 
you know, the guy's retired, uh, yeah. doesn't do it anymore. There's no more camp. And um, he decides to kind of open it up for him and teach him and stuff, which I thought was kind of cool, except for it seemed they were trying to teach him to wrestle that night or something like that, or like in a day and they teach him all this stuff in one day. And I'm like, even a real athletic smart person would have a hard time getting all that in one fucking day. Well, I I don't, I think they were expecting the the guy he wrestled to kind of lay down for him and just kind of give him. Yeah. Well, and that was an actual wrestler. That was, uh, uh, yeah. They called him Jake the Snake, and he was uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Right uh, back in the ones. back in the WWF era. Yeah, <laughs> and then the referee was uh, Mick Foley, um, who was a big time uh, wrestler back in the day. Um, yeah. It was funny because I as I recognized, you know, I was like, oh god, he's a real wrestler, and and because they show the side of him, and he's got his ears just all fucking mangled, and I was like, oh. And it took me, and I'm like, tick, tick, tick. I'm like, oh, it's Nick Foley. And so <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that was, and now that whole, that whole section was kind of fun and stuff like that until the very end when, in when he just does the impossible, pick him up and throw him kind of What'd thing. What'd you think about the kiss? Um, to me, I, I, I preferred their relationship as kind of a, a known, but I thought the kiss was a little bit obvious and not necessarily like they were quite there yet. Um, I thought it was funny that he ended up handcuffing her, uh, but uh, but I didn't. I, think the, I thought the so, kind of kind of seemed a little a little contrived. So I think it was it was more to play to the fact to I think it, I it wasn't like the kiss like oh it's our big moment we're gonna love each other after this forever and ever. It was more like he kind of pushed it early to handcuff her. Yeah, so well, I just like, I think her oh, reaction. Oh, oh. Her reaction was a little too. I thought. I thought it may have been better if he played it off, and she like almost backed off just a little bit, and maybe hesitated, and then the handcuff came on. Um, uh, I mean, more, well, you could have played it. You could have played it that way too. Um, I liked it more the way they played it, just because okay. it, because it, you know, it was almost like she really had feelings for him, and she was fighting it, and then so she finally like gave all in, like she had already like, okay, this is a good guy. Which then throws it, sets it back because all of a sudden she gave in, he gives her the kiss and then handcuffs her. So it's like, it's kind of like that slap in the face, you know, a little bit rather than it's the touchy feely, oh my God, Disney ending kiss. Yeah. So where if she would have backed up a little bit, it could have been, you know, I, I think it worked for what they were doing. I, I yeah. liked it, you know, cause he, he meant it made it look like it was all oh, that sensual and then all, you know, or not sensual, but that, that big time moment. And then it's, nope, I'm just doing this to cuff you. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. I, th- I like thought, the- I, yeah, I thought maybe she would have. It kind of took her character a little bit down for me. It, I don't think she was. She would. She was. I don't think she, their character relationship was quite ready for her to give into a kiss. Well, it, I mean, it was. It could have. But maybe. you don't know. I mean, it was. It. No, it, it was part of that. Like at first, she's like, "I don't like this guy because what he's doing," and then, but then she realized that how much how much he cared for the guy and how much he put in and, you know, and sometimes that's enough to just make you, you know, get the deer eyes and like, Oh my God, he's so perfect. You know, <laughs> that's how I took it is, is like, she finally was like, okay, this guy really cares for this, you know, this guy that I do this is, you know, so that's where I took it that, that she got to that point. Okay. So, yeah. And then I, I thought it was funny, you know, he comes out in this is, is cardboard, <laughs> outfit yeah 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 yeah. that's where i was i was kind of like 
kind of cheesy, but then again, it almost adds to the cheesiness in it. You know, when you look at the, what it is, it's this backyard wrestling, you know, it's, it's a step above backyard wrestling. It's, it's, yeah, it's still yeah. backyard wrestling, but they have a rink. They have, <laughs> they have kind of stands, you know? So, which I, that was the one thing I didn't, I didn't like about it too, was the fact that they had the, uh, the older, taller wrestler guy kind of be a dick. I don't understand that that didn't make sense to me at all because wrestlers, you know, especially if someone's doing that, they're doing it for the love of the thing. They're not, you know, if, if you got some kid that's, you know, just totally into it, they're not going to, they're not going to shit on them like that. They're not going to be sure. I, I don't know. I, you know, you watch, you, you watch some of the big uh, WWF, WWE wrestlers and yeah, they're not, they're going to go out of their way to to elevate uh, those who are less fortunate, those with disabilities or disadvantaged and stuff. I don't think that's the case on some of these. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think there's lots of dicks out there that are gonna, that are going to they're going to react well, yeah. differently. They're going to feel threatened by by that. Uh, so so I I think it's reasonable that this. I, I agree with you that it didn't. It felt a little. It didn't feel right. Well, Something, they're going to the they're going to have their, just they're... didn't feel quite. Quite they're gonna have their right. act where they where they they you know where someone is gonna challenge them and that they're gonna do their thing on the stage but typically that's exactly what it is even in yeah. these backyard wrestling thing it's you know um where this was like this was legitimate hate kind of just he was trying to hurt them yeah and that should that, that should have set that up somehow made it made it feel like it came from somewhere because it we right. didn't really understand it much we, these characters were were so minor that that we don't know what they're yeah, it didn't play is. well at all. And and maybe they could have thrown some something in the script that that defined them a little bit more uh so that right. it, didn't, it didn't feel so uh yeah. Yeah, that's so. Forced. But yeah, on all in all, I think it was great. I mean, that's a lot of a lot of really cool parts in it. Um Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the strengths that... are definitely in again, the relationships and and just some some of the dialogue and 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 Shia LaBeouf how he carries some of that dialogue so well. Yeah, and, he did a great job in that, and his his character in that was so believable. Like, I mean, especially when you I you know he he's always going to have that stigmata of being in Star uh, or not Star Wars, but uh, the Transformers. He's always going to have that where he was that kid and then had the meltdown. You know, I, I shouldn't say always, but a lot of people look at him. And, I, and this was the first thing I'd seen after that. So it really kind of, it made me look at him in a whole new light. And it was really cool. It, I, I That that to me was like a win just for him in that aspect. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's kind of it for me. I mean, there's not a whole lot else to say about it other than it's, it's definitely worth watching. Um, it's a good, uh, I don't know if it, it didn't feel real long. I'm trying to see what the time is on it. No, it was pretty straight. It's, a, it's like 137 minutes. So it's, it's oh, really? 140. Yeah. 137. Or, 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 I said one hour, 37. Okay. Okay. That's not, that's not good. 137. Uh, that'd be a lot, <laughs> little longer. Yeah. No, it's a uh, one hour, 37 minutes. So, so that's, I mean, hell that's shorter than a lot of our podcasts. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that, it, it's really good. I, I think everybody we can, should. Uh, uh, this was recommended to us by 
the Kincaids, right? Or at least they. Yeah. They got uh, it was Jeremy actually who he saw on, on an airplane flying back from. Yeah. I think he was Ireland, one of those or whatever. And he was like, as soon as he he saw it on the plane, he watched it. He just loved it. He actually bought the DVD, watched it with his wife, then gave it to us to watch, and we've had it for a while. So yeah, we'll uh, have yeah, we'll, def- we'll have them for uh for our Wednesday tasting, so uh, we can right we, can, we might. Might bring it up or maybe taste the well. Butter, originally, we were a beer sh- with them too. If you have any left oh, over, and... oh, oh, I, oh, yeah, I've got a six. I bought a six pack, so I've got a few. Yeah, I'll probably have a few for a while. Okay, actually, he they might like those a lot more. They're they're more into the the stouts. Um, Sierra might like it too. I don't know. I have her. I have her try one too. Nice. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Speaking of that, so our next podcast is going to be a a very cool one because we're going to do a beer pairing. Um, with yeah, live... we're not talking about movies or any sort of, right? We don't. We don't. It's just I, who be... knows what we're going to talk about. Um, mostly, we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be talking about the beer and the food and, yeah. and whatever else it comes up with. I'm sure we'll joke and laugh. Yeah, so kind of like what we did, uh, Invisible Man, where we had our guest star Alicia right. and right. Uh, our guest host um, and and Chris, uh, yeah. and Chris, and we just you know we talked about a bunch of stuff and we kind of joked and laughed and had some fun. So I have a feeling it'll be kind of. I like that, but we'll we'll talk about the beers. We'll talk about the food. Uh, we'll joke around. You know, we'll and see. we're going to be we'll doing like- a social distancing broadcast too, so we won't have to be dealing with the Discord issues that we've been right with uh, this this time. Whether it's my internet, your internet, or Discord, or right, I don't know, whatever. No, this will be our new new. Uh, <laughs> this is the new stuff I bought. So where we actually have the 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 extra mics and stuff like that. And right. So. Yeah, how much cord do you have on the mics? Can we get six feet out? Uh, of <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I think they're like I think they're like eight foot cords. And you got two mics, so one for we, you and. Well, yeah, I have two mics for me. I have two mics that I have. It has one mic in the the machine, and then you said you were going to bring yours, so I'll bring mine. Right, right. So, so I'll give us four mics. Can have one. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, because yeah. the, the the main the main one also has its own. Okay. Perfect. So, It'll it'll work out, um, yep. but yeah, that'll be fun. So hopefully people will enjoy. It. Like I said, that that was one of the things we wanted to try was something other than movies and shows too. So this will be our first real go with that. Yeah, um, and uh, I think it'll be fun. Um, and once if this does take off, I'm sure we're gonna start doing a lot more of these. At least the beer pairings from Fog Belt, because I know those are ones that I do anyway, or we've done anyways. Um, I also wanted to start going to like breweries and doing flights. Yeah, I'm 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 really excited about Wednesday. Yeah, I am too. So, not only not only that, but it's our first like kick in the pants after the the <laughs> stay uh, stay at home. Don't don't see your friends. Don't do anything. So yeah, they're be, they're lightening the rules. I think we might be breaking the rules a little bit by getting together, but we're still going to be practicing. No, because there's still going to be less than ten of us. Oh, okay. I thought just any sort of gathering was not okay. No. Okay. We can, we can go stand at we can go stand in uh, Home Depot aisle six if we wanted to. That'd All right, fine. just as long as we're <laughs> okay. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's it for us tonight. Um, <clears throat> like I said earlier, if you stuck around this long, uh, please join on um, Popple uh, Popple Apple Podcast. <laughs> I don't know where that one came from. Popple uh, Adcast. <laughs> Popple Adcast. Uh, that'd be fucking hilarious. Um, and then do the, the, the subscribe rate and review. Um, and then, uh, also, um, Podbean and things like that. Uh, give us an email. Uh, do you remember the email there, Steve? No, no, you're the spokesman. What? Oh, let's see. It's, uh, <laughs> the spokesman. Well, it's, well, it's, uh, is it, is it the how dot? No, it's, it's the, the H S. Oh, that's right. The, uh, H W S I 
Um, it's the uh, the HWSI podcast with periods in between the words at okay. gmail.com. Um, so yeah, give us a shout out there. Uh, message us on Facebook. Uh, make sure you're, I mean, if you're not already on the Facebook group, join the face group, uh, you know, uh, I post a lot of stuff on there. I'd love to see some other people start posting some stuff too. I mean, it doesn't just have to be me and Steve, uh, or <laughs> me. Yeah, um, sorry. So <laughs> no, that's fine. It's Maybe I mean, I'll post it's, a picture of my, uh, my barbecue now that I finally got that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Cause someone's listened. I mean, we've, we've, we've had more, more, like we can actually see how many people have streamed essentially since we uh, started Podbean. Um, and then, uh, so we had an uptick when we first got in there and then now we've had an uptick since we got on, uh, Apple podcast. So for me, it's exciting to see that, nice. you know, knowing that people are actually listening to it. Uh, we want, we don't just... want a flat curve. We want a, we want a nice steep curve. For this yeah, one, right? exactly. Right. This is, this is one where you don't want to flatten the curve. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, thanks everybody for, uh, if you are listening, um, it, I appreciate it. It, it, you know. We're doing this for us, but we're also kind of doing it for you too. So uh, that's it for me, Steve. You got anything? I got nothing. Till Wednesday. All right. Till Wednesday, and then we'll uh, we'll do our uh, our super beer pairing. All right. All right. All right. Good night. <laughs>